I'm Kim Grinolds of dogman.com with Chris Fetters breaking down each position of the Husky football team prior to fall camp, which begins on Friday, August 2nd in press conference coach Pete on the first, which is Thursday. We'll have complete coverage from fall camp as well as the press conference. And just a reminder, if you need those daily updates and breaking news alerts, shoot us a note, huskystadium at gmail.com, subject line newsletters. We'll go ahead and get that out to you today. We will be breaking down the linebackers, starting off with Brandon Wellington, who really came on last year, Chris. He's a, he was a little bit undersized when he first got here, had some injury problems, but at six foot 223, he's going to be taking over for a guy who uh, you know held down the defense for a long time, Ben Burkirvan, but big things expected this year out of Brandon Wellington. That's right, Kim. I mean, and, and you're right, he did come on strong last year. Um, you know, I think he had five tackles in the Apple Cup, played in the Rose Bowl, started in the Rose Bowl. So he had opportunities at the end of the season to make an impact. And he certainly could use that as a springboard to being kind of the, the leader of the inside linebackers this year because, you know, they lose Ben Burkirvan, they lose Tevis Bartlett. And so, you know, he is the one senior that has a lot of experience, starting experience that can come back and make a difference. Losing DJ Beavers was a big loss because I thought he played really physical. But the guy who seems to be taking over that spot for DJ Beavers, Kyler Manu, listed at 6'1", 250 pounds. He's not your tip. He's not a buck. He's an inside linebacker. He is an inside linebacker. And yeah, he got big for sure. I mean, you know, he's 250 pounds now. He played in a bunch of games last year so. You know, he is a guy that, that has some experience. I mean, they're going to have to count on some of these seniors to do some things. And, um, you know, you probably didn't recognize him, but he played in 14 games. He had 10 tackles, mostly special teamer type of thing. But he's going to need to translate what he's done on special teams to his position because they don't have many upperclassmen anymore. They lost, like I said, they lost guys like Burke Curvin and Bartlett. They need to replace that production, and they've got to get something out of Kyler Manu this fall. I remember being up at Bellevue High School with you, Chris, and we were talking to Buda Baker, and we had a chance to talk to Shane Bowman, and Riley Bowman, Shane's little brother, was there. and Quite a bit smaller than Shane at the time, but if I had told you that uh, Riley Bowman would be a walk-on at UW, be a starter, and wind up having a better career than Shane Bowman, would you have bought that? I'm not sure, because it's Ryan, it's not Riley. But Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I, yeah. I, I, I thought I was thinking of the, I, I missed the third Bowman brother for a second there. But no, it's uh, Ryan Bowman for sure. I mean, he went. He had an interesting career at Bellevue because he he played his last year at IMG in Florida, if you remember. Then came back in as a walk on, and everyone was like, "Okay, well, you know, maybe this is an add on because Shane was was the more highly recruited of the two. But as it's turned out, I mean, Ryan has certainly been uh, the the better player of the two. I mean, you can't really compare them, but. He certainly has had the better career in terms of statistics, that type of thing. You know, and it's weird to think that he's already a redshirt junior, but at 270 pounds, he's had a huge career so far. And it's it's crazy that he still he has still two years to go, Kim. I mean, he's he's still got his best football ahead of him, and that's kind of scary because he's done some nice things so far in his uh, in his career. Yeah, what's unusual is he's playing that buck position, rushing off the defensive end. He's only six foot. I mean, so he's a short, stout guy, six foot, 268, but, uh, you know, he's definitely a threat coming off the edge. 
a guy, Miles Rice, was hurt out of high school. He's out of Texas, out of Richmond, Texas. He's a guy that people were really excited about, had a knee injury and gray-shirted. So he it seems like he's been here a lot longer than he has, but he really hasn't shown up on the field that much. He's going to be a redshirt junior or a gray-shirt junior this year. It's time for Miles Rice to show what he can do. For sure. If you talk about Kyler Manu inside, he Miles Rice is that guy outside. He only played one game last year, which is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, for for a guy who is an upperclassman now, he needs to show up. And um, I don't know what else you can say about him. It, it, you're right. I mean, with the knee injury starting out his Washington career, it just never seemed like it got off on the right foot. And, it, and he's been kind of struggling to find form ever since. Hopefully this will be the year he really breaks out because we've seen it in the past. Guys like Tani Tupo and others have had big seasons in you know in their last couple of years at Montlake. They get coached up, and now all of a sudden the light comes on. Something needs to happen for Miles Rice. This is the year it needs to happen for him. Certain guys pass the look test, and when you're drawing up what a defensive end should look like, Joe Tryon passes the look test. He's 6'5", 260, uh, 266, originally committed out of Hazen High School to Wazoo. Leading that trend, was it uh, Tristan Vizcaino, Bishop Sankey? Um, who else? Who else oh, do we man, have? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Joe Tryon certainly is in that list. Yeah, sure. but Joe, Joe Tryon, big things expected out of Joe. Had a big sack in the Apple Cup, but uh, he passes the look test, and it's going to be interesting to see what kind of a year he has as a redshirt sophomore. Yeah, it was great for him to, to, to show up at the end of the season. Again, you talked about Bran, uh, you talked about Brandon Wellington stepping up and really showing at the end of the year that he was ready to take a step up. Joe Tryon is certainly that guy as far as the outside linebackers went. And you talk about that sack in the Apple Cup. That was huge for him. You know, made a, made a difference, obviously played in the, uh, in the Rose Bowl and, and, and started to really get some great experience. He played in 12 games last year and, I know I'm super high on him, and, and I don't know how you can't be at 6'5 and nearly 270 pounds, the way he runs and the way he attacks. I think he's got a great chance of, of maybe sneaking into some all-pack 12 type consideration if he has the year we all think he's capable of having. Ariel Nada out of Folsom, California, was a guy that last year in uh, spring and fall camp, I thought he had really good camps, and he started off the season a little bit on fire, but then kind of tailed off. We didn't really see a lot from him, but in uh, spring camp, spring ball, he really showed up again. Big expectations out of Ariel Nada. I'm seeing some interesting parallels, Kim, between Ariel and Tevis Bartlett because Tevis was asked to move inside uh, on his, in his senior season, and Ariel was asked to move inside and try some things inside in the spring. The difference is, is that Tevis was a senior and Ariel's a sophomore, so it's good that, that, that Pete Kwiatkowski and Bob Gregory are starting to, to position some guys in some ways earlier in their careers to try to see what they can do inside and out. I think you're right. Ariel Nada is a guy that initially showed that he could do some things outside with his speed, but he's never been the biggest guy in the world. So I think that's why they were intrigued with maybe moving him into like the Will Backer, for instance, and trying to see what he can do there. I, his position flexibility and versatility, I think, is what's going to allow him to play more and more as we go on. He played in 12 games last year, and I think depending on what they're asking him to do in the situation – you know, pass rush, playing the will, whatever it takes. I think he's got a chance to make a difference this fall. Travis Feeney? Is he Travis Feeney? Travis Feeney, Corey Littleton. Yeah, there's a lot of things to like about him. And, and I made some some of those 
comparisons to other players that you're going to be talking about here in a little bit in yep. my in my linebacker preview uh, for the fall. There's there's some guys that have the inside outside positional flexibility that I think they're really starting to covet right now when they're recruiting. Jackson Sermon, Peter Sermon's son, is a guy that I've always liked. He was a guy between was it between his uh, junior and sophomore and junior year uh, celebrating, went to chest bump a coach and fell and tore up his knee. But Jackson Sermon is one of those guys where not flashy, but it just seems like he's always in the pile. He's always in the pile and he's always got his nose in there. Uh, another guy, you know, again, the son of Peter Sermon, who was a Washington assistant coach, played at Oregon, has that tough attitude that hard-nosed, gritty-type play. There's no question he's the Mike of the future when you look at a guy like Jackson Sermon. And, and I don't know but what your impressions were, Kim, right away, but when he was a true freshman, came in last fall, I thought he stepped in and he looked the part. He didn't look overawed. The, the stage wasn't too big for him. He looked like he fit in right away. So I'm kind of expecting him to, to play a bunch this fall. 6'3", 224, so he's got the size. It'll be interesting to see what weight he shows up in fall camp, but definitely a guy to keep an eye on, and I think he's going to be a fabulous player for four years at University of Washington. MJ Tafisi, redshirt freshman. We're going to start getting into these guys that we haven't seen a lot of, and MJ Tafisi, redshirt freshman, listed at six foot, 232 pounds, another guy who can play inside. Right. Again, they redshirted every single player in the class last year. Sermon got four games in. MJ Tafisi got three games in. He got three tackles in those games. So, And he was able to, to play in some big games. He was able to play in an Apple Cup, able, able to play in the Rose Bowl. So he got some great experience, even though he still was able to redshirt, which I think is one of the real benefits of that rule. So hopefully that kind of experience will really pay dividends for him down the fall. But he's such a prototypical Will-type linebacker for this defense, Kim. He had over 400 tackles in high school. He's a guy that when Sermon hits him, Tafisi can come in and clean him up. I think that's going to be a great pairing as they move forward. A guy I didn't get a chance to see much of last year was Zion Tupu Ola Fatui. Did I get that one right? Perfect. Uh, 6'3", 266 pounds. Yeah, played in a couple games last year, was banged up. You know, this this year he's coming back and he should be uh, hopefully 100% healthy. A guy that, again, you look in the hoof, very Joe Tryon-esque. You're looking at 6'3", 6'4", 265 plus. Um, you got, you got to love the physical attributes that he had coming out of Pearl City High School in Hawaii. You know, again, not too much to say about him in terms of, you know, we haven't seen much. So, but physically, you look at the tape that he had when he was a senior, it all looks in place. It all looks, everything's there for him to to be a big-time player when when he's 100% healthy. We just got to hope that he gets to 100% health sooner rather than later. Well, you said that they redshirted the entire uh, freshman class last year. Kind of. Because there was a freshman who did play and actually made an impact and, uh, Another guy that just you look at and go, wow, how did this guy slip under the radar? A Dufian? Is Dufun? How do you pronounce it? That is one. I asked um, Nick Harris how to pronounce it, and he goes, Eddie. Yeah, Edifuan Ulafoshio. Six foot, 233 pound physical specimen. When you look at him, he looks like, okay, he's been in the weight room a lot. Right, and he played three games, so technically he would have redshirted anyways. But he and he's also a walk-on player. He's originally from Alaska that played at Bishop High, uh, Bishop Gorman High School in Las Vegas, and you could argue Kim that he certainly made the biggest impact of all the redshirting freshmen out there for linebackers because the first play he ever had 
from scrimmage was a kickoff return or kickoff cover against Oregon State where he forced a fumble. And then a couple kickoffs later, he forced another fumble. So he, he ended up with the special team scout player of the year. And so that that bodes well for position players typically because it's, if you can really do damage as a special teamer, then you're going to get opportunities at your position. So right now, Ulufosio, it looks like he could play inside. I know Pete Kwiatkowski's also played him a little bit outside that we saw in spring. So that, again, position versatility and flexibility, that could allow a guy like him to get a lot of playing time and play a lot of games in the fall. We have some quality fresh, quality walk-ons on the linebacker front, but Ben Hines out of uh, Bishop um uh, Archbishop Murphy, teammate of Kyler Gordon. I think he was influential on helping uh, get Kyler to go to the University of Washington. Ben's a linebacker, 5'10", 227 pounds. And one of the things I really like about Ben, he's, he's kind of, we call blood and guts Ben and big time student as well. Great Absolutely. And, and, and again, you look at guys like Jake Wamba and Matt Preston, the two players that uh, that were seniors last year that graduated, they started out as walk-ons. They earned scholarships by the time they were seniors. I think that is very attractive to guys like Ben Hines and probably some of the other uh, walk-on reg- uh, walk-on freshmen that you're going to be talking about. So again, who knows what the future holds for a guy like Ben Hines? But he's going to be very very important in their service teams. Very very important, hopefully, in the special teams, and he can do damage in those things eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Josh Calvert out of Oaks Christian Powerhouse Program down in California. But uh, Josh Calvert, uh, a guy, and I love guys. I love linebackers who played high school uh, quarterback. But he played quarterback last year for Oaks Christian. And he's 6'2", 221 pounds. Another one of those guys who reminds me a lot of Jackson Sermon. His nose always seems to be around the football. Yeah, you, you made the point. I was gonna I was gonna mention with Jackson Sermon too. But Calvert, the one thing you really love about him, he played at Oaks Christian, which was huge. They had Kayvon Thibodeau, they had the the big running back that Washington was in on that ended up signing with Michigan. But of all the players, Calvert was the real leader of that team. He was the guy that was playing uh linebacker for them, but they asked him to also play quarterback his senior year even though he wasn't getting recruited at quarterback. And he said, yeah, I'll do whatever it takes for the team. And those are the kind of leaders that you really need to have. So again, bringing in a Josh Calvert, he, he brings so much difference, uh, different making type stuff to the table, the unique ability to lead, the unique ability to just step in and do whatever it takes, the high IQ, all those things are a perfect package. And and I'm actually surprised that Josh Calvert didn't get recruited by a lot more Pac-12 schools, especially like UCLA, for instance. His brother went to UCLA, 
But uh, Washington got him, and now they're in great position to maybe even get Josh Calvert's younger brother, Ethan Calvert. Who's rated higher than Josh, yeah. So exactly. He, he, he's going to be a good get. Uh, Daniel Kamuli, uh, a guy that he's a big get. He's out of Menlo Park also, uh, foot, 216-pound linebacker. But people really love Daniel Kamuli. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of reasons why they should love him. He, he was the defensive MVP for the Polynesian Bowl. Came up time and time again with big stops. He's at the same high school as Noah Ngalu, the the freshman defensive lineman. So I wouldn't say they were a package deal, but they certainly uh, saw similar things that they liked in Washington. And uh, you know, whenever Washington can pick up a kid in the West Coast that also had offers from Alabama and places like that. Yes, when we talk about linebackers, I know that's going to bring up some some poor memories of other guys that came to Washington right. and then left. We're not going to mention them. But Daniel Amuli is, I think, built from a little different cloth. He is a kid that can play inside, outside. It'll be interesting to see where he lines up first on Friday because he has the ability to rush the quarterback but also has the ability to stand in there and – take a hit inside and uh, play that mic position. So yeah. again, Kim, like I was talking yeah. about from the very beginning, one of the, one of the themes of the linebacking core this fall is position flexibility and versatility playing inside out. There's going to be, there's got a lot of options right now for Kwiatkowski and, and coach Gregory. A guy that I think flew under the radar a little bit because of his injury, but from people I've talked to, uh, Mickey Ayu is a guy that Washington coaches felt they absolutely stole. And when you talk to Blair Angulo, who knows the kid pretty well, he predicts that this kid's going to be the leader of the offense, uh, of the defense sooner or later. Plays with his hair on fire, real physical kid, big time athlete, listed at 6'1, 218 pounds. Mickey Ayu is a guy you definitely need to keep your eye on. For sure. And I got a chance to talk to his grandfather, Junior Ayu, who's in the Arizona State Hall of Fame. And he just he comes from a football family. And when you play over at Kuhuku on the North Shore and you play football, it's serious business. And when you come from that family, it's serious business. So I got a chance to talk to Mickey Ayu a little bit during the Polynesian Bowl, even though he didn't get a chance to play because of his knee injury. But he is excited to come to he was excited to come to Washington back then. I know by getting in early, because he came in with Josh Calvert, he was able to get in with the trainers and, and get into a rehab situation that's really going to help him down the road. Could we see him maybe play a game or two at the end of the season, do you think? I, I'm kind of wondering if the coaches would even do that, if they, or if they have kind of already penciled out 2019 as, as, a, as a season where he's going to completely redshirt. I, I don't know the answer to that in terms of how far in his rehab he is, but he is certainly a guy that they want to see on the field sooner rather than later. Highly rated guy, L- uh, Leatu Latu. Did I do it right? Leatu Latu? Absolutely. Benning Patoa, uh, size 6'4", 272 pounds. Big get for Washington. Huge get for Washington. This is a guy that's not only a fantastic football player, but he's also a fantastic rugby player. And we know how good those guys can translate in terms of defense. 6'4", 272 pounds. Like you said, he's already kind of bending Potoy sized Joe Tryon sized. Could he play as a freshman? He's one of those guys that I would pick, honestly, Kim, as one of the true freshmen I think that won't redshirt because I think he's physically ready to play. I think there's a need there behind guys like Ryan Bowman and Joe Tryon to play. 
and he's he's got the physical skill set. He can run sideline to sideline. He's a tough, tough guy because of his rugby background. I think there's just too much to like about a guy like Leatu Latu for him not to uh, not to play. Another inside guy, local out of Federal Way High School. We didn't know. We thought he might be a borderline offer guy, but uh, Alfonso Tupatala, 6'2", 249 pounds, offered, accepted relatively quickly. Thick, thick inside linebacker. Right. They they were looking at him maybe as a buck initially, and then now they're, they've kind of changed their tune a little bit, and they're kind of in, interested in what he can do inside, which is where he really played at Federal Way and excelled. Another kid, I mean, there was... 12 guys that played in this or or were invited to this Polynesian Bowl back in January, Kim. And, and I thought Tuputala had as good a week as any of those guys. And we were talking about guys that were MVPs on both sides of the ball that, that signed with Washington. I, I still think guys like Tuputala and Noah Ngali were, were as good all week long as anybody. reason why I was impressed was some of the things you talked about. He, he's got sideline to sideline speed. He'll stick his nose in there. He just comes with a kind of a fearless attitude. And that's going to really keep him in good stead with this uh, with this crew because at 250 pounds, he is another guy physically that you could see kind of step in right away. Braylon Trice out of Arizona is a outside linebacker, but he's that edge guy who can really get after the quarterback at 6'3", 220 pounds. And uh, he's got the type of frame that you're looking for. Again, a guy that's in that Travis Feeney mode. Uh, you mentioned it. You meant, I was going to say exactly, and I wrote it in, in my story. You mentioned Ariel Nada as well. Braylon Trice, I think, is that next guy that could go inside, outside, initially brought in to be a, a rusher that's what he did in Arizona and that was what he was known for as a as a as an all-state type player and again 6'3 220 has that perfect size to get bigger faster stronger but he has that position versatility as well he could play on either side uh the, he could play the buck he could play the sam he can do a ton of thing i think i think Pete Kukowski is 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 loving the versatility right now in a player like Braylon Trice couple of walk-ons out of Bellevue. Drew Fowler was uh, offered by Utah, offered by Oregon State, full-ride scholarships, and decided to walk on at Washington. Uh, he's another one of those guys, like Josh Calvert. He played quarterback last year for Bellevue. When I look at Drew Calvert, I just see a really smart and just a football player. I mean, he, you look at him, and he doesn't play football. He's a football player. I, I You know, even though I know he's not the same size right now as this guy, I wonder how much of, of there is in Drew Fowler is of like a, a Ben Madavi style. And yeah. again, another guy who had opportunities at other places, you know, like a Utah, for instance, but decided that Washington was the best place, stay close to home, that kind of thing. To me right now, Drew Fowler physically at 6'1", about 210, 215, he looks to me like a perfect will type candidate. And again, like you said, quarterback, smart kid, wants to be a Husky. So many things to like about Drew Fowler. And like uh, Edifuan Ulafosio, another guy I could really see as a scholarship candidate down the road. Hunter Hansen, not many know about him. He played at Bellevue. He was injured a little bit. But one of those guys where you look at his athleticism, he's 6'4", 195 pounds. I think the sky's the limit for this kid, but... You, is he going to develop? That's the big question. But he's definitely the type of kid that you want to take a chance on. So Hunter Hansen out of Bellevue is a guy to keep an eye on. I'm not sure if you know much about him at all, Chris. Well, watching film on Hansen, I, I saw a guy that has a, it was a great offensive player for Bellevue as well. Tight end, so, yeah. yeah, so he had 
kind of that, um, not so much that Will Disley thing going for him, because he clearly is not as big as Disley, but he had more of a Kate Otten style about him, maybe. And, you know, I could see, he is a guy, again, he's listed at 195 pounds, but would it surprise you, Kim, if he ended up at 225 by the end of next year? No, no. I mean, uh-uh. he has that kind of frame, he has that kind of build, and again, once you get into that conditioning, strength, all that kind of stuff, and you're in that serious mode where you get locked into the weight room, he could come out a totally different type guy. He's one of those guys when we have talked about the walk-ons, talk about the quality of walk-on. This is an interesting walk-on and definitely a guy to keep an eye on. He could wind up not doing anything, but I think he's a guy with a real high ceiling. So that's the linebacker crew for University of Washington for this upcoming season. Just a reminder, huskystadium at gmail.com. Subject line newsletter will get you hooked up with all those daily updates as well as breaking news alerts. Thursday, Chris Peterson press conference, Friday night, football. So uh, football practice begins. Nobody will cover it as in-depth as the guys from dogman.com. For all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Grenolds along with Chris Fetters. Go dogs. 